Alright, I guess we could fit this one in the apostasy category. But I just read this article on the New York Post. It was titled, Pope Francis Decries Social Media Propaganda During Pentecost Mass. Hmm. So I'll read this article in a second and where I'm going with it, but it kind of plays into what we were talking about on a personal level. Yesterday, uh, your brother was here visiting with us, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, the conversation came up about the online church. Yeah. Is it a real church? Is it a real online? church? Yeah. If it is, and followers and everything. And that just, it just really, the conversation that we had yesterday was completely separate from this, but I read this article and it just kind of reminded me of it and kind of wanted to talk a little bit about it. But, let's see. The article, like, yeah, I said it was from the New York Post. It says, Pope Francis lamented what he calls today culture of insults in the world. In his homily during Pentecost Mass Sunday in St. Peter's Square, Francis also decried... That the more we use social media, the less social we are becoming. He warned of the temptation to cling to our little group, to the things and people we like, saying it's only a small step from a nest to a sect, even within the church. The Pope said nowadays it is fashionable to hurl adjectives in what's tantamount to a culture of insults. He recommended responding to, to malice with goodness. Francis also said the Catholic Church risks becoming a mere organization with propaganda as its mission instead of its mission to foster joy and harmony. So there's a lot of really interesting things in that article, but especially that last part. But he's, I mean, he is kind of right in the way of, um, you know, we get a temptation to cling to our little group and we can... You know, that's there's a lot of problems with social media and especially these church groups. And we did a whole podcast on beware of, you know, these kind of doctrines that come out of these. Well, because there is churches. something in it being like, on one hand, it's nice to find like minded people. Right. But then it can be so damaging to right. only be surrounded by like minded people because if you're getting off on some wonky stuff yeah. and nobody's cross checking things, I mean, you can become like lunatic cult really stinking fast oh yeah if you don't have if you don't have scripture at the heart of it it's not you're gonna you are gonna turn into a cult because then it's just fair game and you can just do whatever you want yeah um and that's what a lot of these things do Mm -hmm. i mean they it's 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 but the people insulate themselves with only people that believe what they believe and think what they believe and disregard the things that they don't want to hear about so then Yeah, I mean anybody can be anybody can have a ministry, anybody can have a anybody can be a pastor, anybody can have a platform and just spew out whatever, whatever on earth they want. To. So he's right about that and but I think being a Berean and being, you know, in an intelligent, discerning Christian, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's easy to it's easier to discern those things. So I hate the fact that it gets no credit at all and that kinda goes along with our conversation yesterday because we we don't know for sure but we've got a hunch that there's um you know personal family that uh, doesn't view what we're doing as being a real legitimate thing yeah is it being legitimate because it's not a physical building Mm -hmm. and that's what that kind of like 
just got me thinking because I'm like that. I, I'm number one. I couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, we don't know for sure though. So it's but with yeah, I mean, and also we don't know that that's true. I mean, and it's not like we were gossiping. It was just no, just it was a just, genuine conversation. Just, it was just a general conversation, kind of asking what you know what the deal was on some on a few things, uh, a few things that were being said. So we were just asking what was going on and said so I think part of that was resulted in from this and you know not our family some of our family not really caring about what we do mm-hmm. or just kind of blowing it off and not acknowledging it mm-hmm. um, some of that just coming from the fact that they don't believe that it's real yeah and you've got this and that's what stinks is because Pope Fred like I said and he's kind of right with the stuff that he says in here and you sure. do have to be so careful of it and it can be extremely damaging and i've said before that i encourage um even everybody of our listeners to go and have a local body and you know if they have a good church you know or to find a good church you know definitely or if you're be part something of else that people have done if you are looking at some churches like physical buildings you know in your area that you would like to check out and you are unsure send the website to brandon yeah please do yeah i've had a couple people do that um Mm -hmm. already which i think is super cool that that everybody's searching for so i wish everybody was here and every well and and that's the problem is i do I, i wish that everybody was here and we but we have people from all around the country mm-hmm. that that are listening and engaging in the we well, and it's like on one hand we've tried to get more people to come to our property to do right. these things physically in person right. and it's funny because our family are the first ones to shoot us down you sure know, when yep. we want them to come we're like yep. no come we'll do this and you know whatever nobody yeah. wants it and so it's like we don't have a church within like a physical church within our our area that you you know feel is theologically sound so we don't have a physical place to go to and that's the case for many other people well or that they have an issue that they can't get to you know the thing so online does i hope we don't i don't want to come off wrong either because i don't mean that we're like i said this was just a this was a very private conversation but it was it was a, a serious conversation just kind of talking on um, trying to get um, things ironed out just you know because we don't want to have any kind of any kind of you know ill you know whatever you know Mm -hmm. nobody wants family issues Mm -hmm. so and we have them just like everybody else like you know I told you we're not perfect and this is a perfect example of it we struggle and deal with all the things as well yeah we struggle with it too so um you know, I don't want to come off wrong and think that this is, you know, talking bad or anything like that. Like I said, we're just trying to iron some things out and trying to just just make make peace in a way. And, you know, we desperately want all of our family to be an active part of what we're doing. And of course. Um, a lot of my family has been very receptive to it and has, which a lot of it surprised which us. Which so we surprised me. Yeah. I was not. That's one of the things that was actually, I, I, 
has to be part of my testimony because I think that's one of the best blessings that God has ever blessed me with is the fact that he just flipped everything on its side while I went through my whole a long period of time thinking that this was so far off and it was so alien and then just out of the blue it just everything was turned around and praise God, it, praise God and it was amazing to watch but then different things kind of fell apart at the same time too so I was like are you kidding me yeah I was just like that's really really odd and I don't want that I hate the fact that that happens and I've I've said you know I've I've spoken with people and and sent this verse and quoted this verse more than anything that you know and and talked about how Jesus own family rejected his ministry and what he was saying so this is something that i have you know told the people and i have to tell it to myself too i said you know a lot of your own opponents will come from your closest family yep and that stinks you know more times than not but it does Mm -hmm. or your circle i mean you find out who your, you know who who they are yeah real fast Mm -hmm. so and we're not immune to that (laughs) not at all very much same boat same boat you start you start living your life biblically and making your focus christ and people weed themselves out real fast dude they actually some of our closest friends and family so we thought you know and it's amazing how quick it's they, like well they leave like they did something wrong when they're walking out you know they like, do yeah quickly i mean anyway so i don't want it to to seem like that we're just we're just trying to say trying to make it right but the the conversation uh shifted to cut more kind of a uh generational thing about how people think about church mm-hmm. and you know as I just stated I, I'm a firm believer in having a local body and if you have it available and you have a good pastor oh, heck yeah. you better get involved in it and you better be giving and you better be helping and serving yeah absolutely I, you know I, I fully encourage that but at the same time in the in the conversation shifted to just a generational thing of people thinking that well there's a certain process for it yeah i'm like i'm sorry but i and this is in the conversation because he alan was talking about it he was like my brother yeah yeah he was like uh i i think that you know just that generation of older people that think that there's some sort of uniformity, some sort of way that if things you don't must have pews go. And a certain yeah, you, you, yeah, exactly. And, and a certain color. Right yeah, if you don't have the right gold plates and, and yeah. don't have the altar, you know, all these different things like that. Like doing it wrong. Like <laughs> we were, I was laughing. I was like, I know. I was like. Man, I really miss that book of the Bible where it explains all that stuff. Yeah, that you must have. Uh, that you must have all this, and this is how it works. It, it there's no legitimacy to a church unless unless it's a building. Off, yeah. And I was like, I, well, do y'all not realize how this whole thing? Yeah, got I'm like, you, I'm like, we have gotten our heads have gotten a lot bigger than what. 
we we have to remember that yeah go back to your roots who this was written to what they were talking about what we were this was done underground Mm this and was for much of the world today is still done this r- way yeah like, it was we are one of the few countries that think we all think these things for a for a little period of time yeah there was there was some um, there was just as in jesus ministry there was some acceptance to christianity you know we see in the bible how there's many being saved right and everybody mm-hmm. was stoked that hey jesus came the gospel yay but then, just like in Jesus' ministry, it only takes a little bit of time before everything just goes completely south. And, and people are like, so Christianity went through this period of time in the first century where it was, for a little bit, it was accepted there. And then they started martyring Christians. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a fine it's line a fine, accepted in Roman candles. Yeah. So, and th- that's not a way in you know taking it lightly. That's no, a it was a, it was line. an extreme. Yeah, it was a very very fine line. So this wasn't something that this was you know churches on every corner and there's buildings and had choirs and everything. No, this was done underground, largely much like the church in in China and in India and in the Middle East. In the middle, anywhere in the Middle East. I mean, you you name it. That's exactly the way that the church was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until again, it, it caught on and well, then we get to the Pope, (laughs) but that's a whole different topic, but that's how, I mean, that was Christianity's roots and they didn't wear fancy little robes. Nope. It didn't have some little, you know, way that you have to march up to the, like none of that. So it's funny that that there is like a whole generation of people that think that that have this kind of just culturally ingrained in their head that things must be this way and if not it's not legitimate. Well there's that or you have the independent denominations that teach these ridiculous things, you know, that are not scripturally based. Like I understand their their fear of you know going off into these crazy cults and and different things like that. And when you say home church, it like those people say, like automatically think like Jim Jones or something. Like you know, like you're, you're drinking some special drink or something. Like so, and you know, I understand their concern because you know there is a lot of cuckooness out there. But I think. Yeah, there's blatant apostasy everywhere within that, the building. So that's what mainstream churches, and nobody says a thing about that. But we do this full time from home, find families all over the country that are drawing to God every day, but because it's not in a building with a sign on it, it doesn't count. Oops. Ran into that. That was Sorry. not me. Well, you got to that point before I did. And Sorry. yeah, no, I mean, that was probably <laughs> one of the main points is that I was going to bring up is like, the reason why we do it and largely said yeah i encourage people to be in a body you know and in a church if you have that if you've got a doctrinally sound church those are hard to find very hard very hard to find yeah i like i said they're not impossible no but they are not everywhere 
Okay, and there's not in yeah, very very few exist. Mm-hmm. So it's not something that that you know everybody's just going to be like, "Oh yeah, just go to the one right down the road. Like you'll be good." Yeah, no, absolutely not. So, Whereas but everybody could If we know. have most of the church and this is John MacArthur's number. I mean, he he perceives it about this way. About 90% of the church in this country is at a state of apostasy. That is a that's that's you know 90% is real close to all of it. <laughs> and I like really don't think he's wrong. I don't really think, don't. I don't think he is either because if I'm telling you that there's a hard it's hard to find a doctrinally sound church, well that sounds about like ten percent to me. And, and I think he's being conservative know, with that number. He's being of 90. very conservative. It's probably oh, closer to five. I can't tell you how many times I was searching in not only our town but surrounding towns and would find something and be like, ah, I think maybe this one's good. And I'd send it to you. You guys, Brandon's just really good with this stuff. I'd send it to you within two seconds. You'd be like, look, look at this. Look at this. And it's not that it's nitpicking people because that's not it. Because every church has its faults because people sure. are – are yeah, prone. I'm I mean, not. I'm not it's saying the that doctrine it's these theology are. Yeah, it, a out. difference of opinion is fine. Sure, completely. That that's completely fine. And you it's know, healthy. I think that's healthy. What is not healthy and what's ridiculous that we have all over around us are KJV only churches. Mm-hmm. That is, that that is a division that is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and they it's a it's literally a religion to that Bible. Yeah. To the King James Bible. Those people are loyal to that Bible, and their loyalty is solely in that Bible. And it's not... But that's where the hope comes from. Right, and it that's crazy. It's fine if you like that version. Cool, Completely. use it. That's your preferred But it is fine. definitely not... It, it is the most ignorant argument, and it's unfortunately... I think it's like one of those things that like people were taught for so long that they were taught in that generation probably that I'm speaking about in this ingrained generation that they were taught for so long based on little information. I mean, I know the stuff that was, I mean, you can easily look up the stuff that was going around in the seminaries around this time and what popular teachings were and what they were actually teaching and, you know, during that time, of course, it, it started that this was the only translate because there was wacko translations out there that people were making and they were changing God's word and they pointed to Revelation and they're like, see, everybody's going to hell, whoever changes the word of the Bible. And that just completely indoctrinated this whole generation of people with this saying, nope, can't use anything other than this because this is jesus inspired version and this is it and you should never anything else anything else is satanic to translate well that is that argument is ridiculous and uh, this we don't do apologetics here on this podcast well i've been forced into it but i don't like to do apologetics for that go just go listen to james dr james white on it mm-hmm. i mean the dude is smarter than i could ever know how to and he is this is one of his professional 
um, or one of his areas of expertise is this sure. this argument on translations. And I mean, even the simplest kindergarten study on it will show you that this King James onlyism is ridiculous. And you you have to have a real big tinfoil hat to think otherwise. So that's funny. That's another thing is these people like are never into conspiracy. They think that conspiracies are completely whack. And it's like you don't even understand that even your own well, religion that you believe, you're believing this off of some sort of crazy conspiracy. Well, and I think that's part of it, too, that goes into it because – and this is just one example. Yeah, And of. one of many. But it's one because this is what we have so much where we are – but I think it's worth stopping, you know, yes, it's something that we have around us. So that's something, I guess, why it came to mind for you in this topic. But mm -hmm. it's also something some people go so deep with this specifically that, I, I mean, I personally had a woman and her husband kind of gang up. You know, they were somebody mm -hmm. that I thought we were kind of, you know, like friends. We followed each other mm -hmm. and support each other's homeschool and stuff. And then her and her husband flipped out and came after me and told me that I can't know who Jesus is. And when he speaks, I can't hear his voice because I don't read only the KJV Bible. <laughs> and I listen, you, you know, I will read. And it's funny because there's been multiple videos done against their ministry for that very same thing because they've done that to people. And that, But I'm just like, how does how that? How do you do that? How do you read scripture and get to that? Like... I don't understand to how you could actually say that to another human being. But um, that's just one topic of where these things get wonky and crazy. Yeah, that's just that's just one of them. I don't, I don't remember where I was going with this point. When you're trying to find a local church, because everybody should have a local church. Oh, they, yeah, they we were can, talking about the level everybody of apostasy has that and, ability because and how difficult is it is. So yeah, and so... Okay, so yeah, why we're doing this. Well, and that's another big thing where we get a lot of people and they're like, the mega churches are taking over. If it's not a mega church, it's trying to be a mega church. Like everywhere mm -hmm. around me is just pumping out this nonsense. Yeah, but if you have that kind of, even in the church, local churches to us, if you have that kind of division, that is, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. you, you can't, a version only church? Are you kidding me? That's insane. I, it, people telling you you can't know Christ because you use a different version? Yeah. It's another Matt Whitman from the 10-Minute Bible Hour does a great... I am not a fan in the slightest of the the NIV. Heidi loves it. Yeah. I don't like it for many reasons, but I would never tell somebody that you don't know Christ because you read the NIV. There's been plenty of people that have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ using the New International Version. And, and like a billion other versions. And a billion because. other versions. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't, I really don't. That's just nonsense. I don't get how you can, you can draw those lines. And I know the arguments to them, like I said, except for. You've studied a, them intensely. Yeah, except for a kindergarten argument will just tear those down before you even get into the start. Yeah. And then you just realize that these people just want to end up causing. And again. Personal issue. preference, preferred use, totally fine. That is more than okay. So I mean, but that, these lines in the sand, this division, stop that's dividing why, the body. But that's why, I mean, we kind of had this more so home church idea. Mm -hmm. But I think that this is really kind of largely what needs to happen in the body of believers because 
what's out there now like you just said the mega churches taking over and everything like this is it doesn't matter i don't believe that you should go there just so you you feel good even if they're teaching you know completely wonky doctrine you're just like okay well yeah i don't agree with them on everything but you know i need to worship jesus yeah it's like no you can't be a part of that whatsoever if they're yeah it's like if they're (laughs) false you can't you can't be a part of that whatsoever mm-hmm. so i think in there everywhere i mean yeah. everywhere even for a small town that we are around here we have one of them mm-hmm. which is crazy and it's crazy to see from friends that we know the um just damaging damaging things that have happened you know, because of that. And it's just, it makes you sick, you know, to look at that and to see the stuff being done. But yet, you know, they're just a church trying to do, you know, whatever. And it's like, um, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't. So understanding the concern of not wanting to get wonky, these home churches and online churches and things like this do not make them any less of a church is my point of what I'm getting at. I think ultimately, because We've said it before, but we have plenty of people that we're speaking to that are in the same position that we are, have no local church around them that's decent enough. Mm -hmm. So they rely on the online ministries to to have their fellowship and to fill that gap. Um, I think you, I think it's, it, it used to be something that was creepy before, you know, like an R and even before our generation, you know, you're like, Oh, you met somebody online. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, like the way that we have, it, it's different nowadays because mm-hmm. all of us are online yeah. and everything is out there in the most personal. I mean, you have now we all walk around with cameras in our pockets and record our most personal moments. Yeah, it's very so different. So th- it's very different than what it used to be. And you can truly, you know, of course, everybody, I mean, but it, it would be the same thing if you would meet somebody in person, but you can truly get to know people through online communication nowadays. Um, and it would be just like if you would meet that person in real life, they would have, you know, that you would have the same risks risks of that person having secrets or, or sure. that person being sketchy or what I mean it's the same exact risk that you would have on this but it, you 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 can get to know people and you can have true fellowship online it's absolutely possible yeah. and we got, we we have to quit decrying it and saying that it's nothing and and saying we because we should not ignore the people right in front of us. Right, that we absolutely can not, serve, absolutely but not. But it doesn't mean that this. But it doesn't mean that this is nothing, and it, it doesn't yeah. mean that anybody that isn't either able to or doesn't have the churches around them like we do. I mean, the disability thing was something that we never took we into never account. About, yep. Um, you know, and. Wow, yeah. Okay, people can't make it to church because of whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. they can't. And having that fellowship or having another body and people to be able to talk to and study with and, and share the spirit with, I mean, that's every bit as, as church as anything else. And if we're looking at the numbers, if 90% of the church, 95 from our 
mm-hmm. our guesstimation. A percent of the church in, is in apostasy, then what good is just going to it just to feel good then? Yeah. I mean, you can have true fellowship and true, you know, uh, just just take part in worship of God together. You can do that online, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think there's been way too much shame given to people for enjoying or even saying they're part of a church mm-hmm. that may just only be an online church. So then it's like, oh, that's it. And I think we also another thing that we really sometimes maybe all you have right there physically like in front of you is your family your Mm -hmm. spouse your children maybe just your children maybe you know what i mean like maybe it is just that that's not nothing that's huge and i think we do a huge disservice to if all you have is your family that's right in front of you to physically sit down and do this like what an amazing thing to be able to give thanks for that's church that's fellowship mm-hmm. that that's what that is right there in front of you don't think less of that because you're not sitting in a building because there's no Absolutely sign not. out front that it doesn't <laughs> matter know, you know it what matters is your relationship between you and christ you're true if you're in scripture reading scripture mm-hmm. understanding it learning growing in in true found you know true biblical doctrine then you know you sitting on your couch and doing this is every bit as church as if you are you know a pretty dress or a nice suit or whatever yeah, and went went into it and and sang all the songs and put your hand in the air it, that doesn't none of that is is the stuff that they there's no practice no no order i mean yes there's there's paul definitely gives specific order in the way that things should be done inside of the church but as far as is rules what's allowed on to count what's what allowed to count and what isn't is like not not up to not up for them to decide and shouldn't make you feel any less because of it and it's interesting but, to note that you and i both grew up within the church christian schooling right. christian homes like the whole nine and I would say, and I'm pretty sure I could speak for you too in this, that we have met the most true, biblically living and active believers since we completely walked away from the building. Oh, absolutely. And into this online, you know, type world. But people that we have come to know that are quite literally living their faith out loud and loving Jesus. Like, it amazes me the people that we have run into. Let me remind, and we'll kind of wrap up on this, but let me remind people that when you have a desire Mm-hmm. for Christ and the desire for this fellowship that's not you mm-hmm. it's true okay you don't have that ability mm-hmm. that's the Holy Spirit inside of you mm-hmm. prompting you and yearning for this in searching so this is not this is not your so you don't think that the Lord and the Spirit uses online or or this to bring Whatever, people. Yeah together and and to to bring the body you don't think that that he didn't know that one day we would have youtube and it's you know facebook and like you don't think that he knew that and you don't think that he already had a plan of how he was going to 
Remember, the kingdom is coming in ways that you cannot be perceived. Okay, we you, you can't see these things. You don't think that he knew that he was going to grow the body of Christ through YouTube, social media, you know. And, yeah. and like I said, we, we went through the warning at the beginning of the episode about saying that we do need to be careful of these things. But at the same time, they have been a, they have also been a legitimate tool for good. And you and I have seen that. I mean, I don't know how many people I, I can't count anymore. It used to be to where we, you know, we would have a, a small little group of, of people that we were constantly talking about of one or two people. And now it's more than, it's than amazing to I see mean, that I, I could so sit cool. here and list all of them, but I can't, couldn't give you a number right now off the top of my head of it. Cause it's so many. Which is, I mean, it's amazing, and it's praise God, and it's only God that is, that has done it. I mean, I I don't have this ability to bring this type of people and have this type of response together. Only God does. So, you know, making that any kind of don't don't believe that. And what's scary about this in saying that you know this just attitude of we oh, well, you need to be inside of this building. You, you need to do mm-hmm. it this way. Do you need to have these I mean, practices? It doesn't count if you're not doing They're trying things. to indoctrinate you. And if 95% of the church is in apostasy, then what are you being then indoctrinated what are you doing? with? <laughs> yeah, what are you being indoctrinated with? So these are the things that um, they, they really, I pull out my tinfoil hat on and I go, <laughs> Why are you trying to keep people in church? Why are you trying to say to cry social media and all these things mm-hmm. and just try? Okay, well, they don't know what they're talking. Nobody, everybody on social media is idiots. Nobody's. In- well, and of course, it comes from the church that deems one man to be the one that's the ultimate authority sure. on all and, of well, the stuff. And, like, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> and I know he is. <laughs> He's actually, I don't know how to say this, but he's actually kind of, I mean, he has a point with what he's saying again, too, when he's, because this whole situation is about the change of the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. which oh, it's yeah. like, he doesn't have the ability to change it. Mm-hmm. And, but what he was saying is this is the, the, the meaning, the actual meaning of the end of that the end of the Lord's prayer is somewhat deceiving the way that we read it in our KJV Bibles, KJV Bibles, which just, Oh my gosh. We'll put the Catholics and the KJV onlys together. Could you imagine? Oh, good Lord. (laughs) It's like, good gosh, you guys, do you not see that this is bananas? Like, does nobody see through this? But apparently nobody does. And they're kind of doing the same thing and in their own ways. Mm Mm-hmm. But so that's what that's kind of what and then so everybody on social media has been jumping on him like he's some kind of Satanist and part of the New World Order because he changed the Lord's Prayer and it's like no 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 he didn't he just he just <laughs> said that the the understanding of it was a little misleading at the end of it when it says lead us not into temptation exactly because God doesn't lead you into temptation exactly. he doesn't um, but what do you know so that i mean and that's what that's kind of what his point is and then everybody was jumping on top of him like he's the antichrist um be that as it may well but we're not gonna see <laughs> i mean we don't know who the antichrist is nope. he won't be revealed till after we're gone 
Paul's pretty clear about that, so I don't know why everybody's looking for I know, him. like you're going to be able to I know. <laughs> and didn't we already confirm that it's Obama? So, I mean, obviously. <laughs> See, there you go again. <laughs> um, I don't think it's Obama. So that, that is that kind of, it's a small step from a nest to sect, even within the church. Mm-hmm. He's just completely trying to dismantle any sort of, of legitimacy in any of this online community and you have to be like i said you have to be careful but i would be way more careful of something that's 95 percent infected <laughs> and, over this and, come yeah, on now like, come on like can you imagine that mm. success rate on anything else I know anything else you'd be like, well, obviously it's like, okay, the church is largely a conservative 90% in a state of apostasy. Well, in the that sa- is huge. In the same way, in the same way, if you could phrase a question like this, it's like, okay, this has a 95% chance of killing you. Yeah. <laughs> but Should it does. you? Well, people still vaccinate their children, so I guess. Oh, here we go. Guess people don't care about statistics. Here we go. (laughs) Carrot with her essential oils. (laughs) Hey, did I show you that? No. (laughs) Or no, not carrot. Who was it? I don't remember. It was a meme that I saw the other day. It was great, but whatever. Anyway, I don't find um, you funny right now in this moment. Anyway, church is defined as a body of believers, not a building, not a denomination, Mm-mm. not a certain version. It's a body of believers in Jesus and and in believers serving God and each other and worshiping together. That's what the church is. It's not not a building. Doesn't have steps that you have to take to to do some fancy little practice and man's tradition does not define what a church is yeah i mean that jesus was pretty clear about showing the differences between man's law and god's law it seems like he was pretty clear on it apparently there's some confusion but yeah like he didn't even wash his hands <laughs> All right, I think that probably is, I think we rambled enough on that. Can you think of anything else on that topic? I know this one was kind of just like a surprise off the wall because we were getting ready to do something else. No, we were I don't think getting so. Ready I think that covers it. Do Bible study. Unless then. we didn't cover something and then let us know and we'll happily cover it next time. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us.